Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Young Justice, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Sarah Potter, and today I'm joined by Dylan Heisen. Hello. And Allie Martin. Hey. Uh, we're going to be talking about episode 17 and 18 of season 3 of Young Justice, Outsiders. Uh, first impression and early warning. But before that, um, you can find... Uh, everything about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com, and you can subscribe to us on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. So yeah, this is the next two episodes of Young Justice, and uh, let's just get right into it. Dylan, what did you think of these episodes? I enjoyed these episodes. I am, I guess, the positive one. I don't know what, I don't know if Philip Valley will be generally positive on the show, but, uh, I really, really liked First Impression. Um, I think it's one of my favorite episodes of the season. Um, I think this is, uh, the, for, I guess my overall take is these two episodes are when, like, sorely needed in terms of, like, getting this half season on track in a direction. Like, we were, last three episodes were, like, enjoyable, but, um, it was like all over the place and it's like, what is this, this show even about? And first impression is so focused of an episode. It's like probably the most focused, like, uh, simple, it's like not like simple in terms of like, it's not complex narratively or anything, but just like, it's not all over the place. Uh, episode of like all of Young Justice Outsiders. Um, I love everything with the formation of the outsiders. I love basically everything in this episode. I think it's one of the best of the season for sure. Um, early warning, I like less, but I still think there's uh, a lot enjoyable there. It is really all over the place. Um, obviously there's like this, these, these, this one scene, which is potentially problematic. So that notwithstanding, um, I think that this is all, I mean, I do think it's also a good episode. It is kind of all over the place. That being said, it still is in service of getting the season in like, uh, in a focused direction. I do think it like connects to the previous episode and to the potential future direction of the season. So I also like generally what that episode is doing. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I was a fan. I just, I always just like really enjoy watching the show as, as a, again, I'll emphasize a casual Young Justice and DC fan. So I'm going to mess up character names and stuff. Very casual. Um, I am just, it's always up for watching the show, you know, problematicness all over the place or not. It's at least going to be a lot going on and, um, great animation and it's just uh, fun. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Allie, uh, how would you feel about the, these episodes? Uh, that was pretty much everything, but I did. <laughs> I mean, I agree with pretty much everything. I also enjoyed First Impression more than Early Warning, but I had fun with both. And, you know, they are both just here to kind of set up what is going to happen from here, kind of. But obviously, because it's the beginning of the second. What is this, the third part? No, the second part yep. of this season. Um, I don't know how to feel about Halo, which is pretty... I'm yeah, assuming. we'll get into it, don't worry. That's, like, the fan base majority opinion, but I don't know, as an, another casual fan, I just enjoy the kind of craziness, for lack of a better term, but also, I mean, there is a complaint that, you know, well, the complaint everybody has is that there's too many characters, but I also just like getting insight into everybody, even though there's too many, so, I don't know, it was enjoyable, but... Cool. Yeah. Problematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... I, I like these episodes as well. I think I liked these episodes more than the first three. And, uh, I don't know if you feel that too, Dylan, because I just really like the, that we're focusing on like one team. Like I can really just say like, oh, we're with the yeah. outsiders now. Yeah. And I think that's really what most of this season is missing. I don't know why we took 17 episodes to get here, 
but I just think this is what the season is needed. Like, we're focusing on a group of people, and it's at least a smaller group of heroes that are doing stuff, and we know what their, we know what their personal goals are, and we know what their, and we know a little bit more about what the overall season goal is, and I just like that about these two episodes. It feels like we have a direction in both character and plot. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. I think I'd take uh, the first episode of the half season over early warning, but in general, like the direction with these yeah. episodes. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I, I agree with that. I think, I think the first episode of the season of this half is good. It's just like, I, I don't know. This, this just, these two episodes just really push us. And I like that. Um, yeah. So let's just get right into it. We'll start with first impressions. And, uh, like I was hinting at, this is uh, the episode where the outsiders are formed, and um, Dylan. Yeah, can I start with the, Can I start with an observation, which sure. is that um, this show is Young Justice Outsiders. That's what this season is, yeah. and it takes until episode seventeen yes. for it yeah. to, until I, we get to the formation of the outsiders. I, I don't That's like the that. most ridiculous thing. I, 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 I think this should have. This is like episode four of season uh, episode uh, seventeen, and I think it should have been episode four of the season. Honestly, like we should have had like this team forming a lot sooner, and I think this season would have been a lot more enjoyable. Honestly. Like, I understand that there's a lot of people like Beatrice that are just enraged with, like, the, the way the show handles story and characters, and it's so non-traditional. But, like, what other show would wait until episode 17 to introduce its titular team? It's so nuts. It I, is. I just really appreciate how ambitious, maybe in a stupid way, but still ambitious <laughs> it is. You know, Dylan, like, I misunderstood you. You like this. I mean, he's not wrong. I just I just like that it's so different from anything else okay. that we're remotely talking about on this podcast, okay. and rem- different from most other things on TV as well. Uh, I mean, you're not wrong. I can't I can't say you're wrong about what you just said. It kind of gets into anime ridiculous territory. Sometimes. I mean, kinda, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> it is. I, I, I swear, I was so surprised they actually formed a team yeah, in the no. outsiders. Like, I, I was, was like, sure just it wasn't going to happen. Never do it, right? Like. It's just... I mean, did their catchphrase hashtag not oh, surprise you? Oh my god! What was the What was the hashtag? We are, we are the out, outsiders. We are all outsiders. I like that. Yeah, it's okay. great, but you know, are we gonna tweet yeah, that one with this? Yeah, thing? I gotta tag the tweet. Right? Yeah, you yeah. have to now. Uh, anyways, Dylan, you on this trade of think uh, line of thinking, you liked this opening scene with Garfield talking to the Justice League about forming this team. I I love Garfield. Um, <laughs> I, I know you yeah. do. He, he's he's so he's so sympathetic. Uh, um, like in, uh, he, he, he comes out of nowhere a little bit in the, in the first half of the season, but once he does, he gets a lot of development quickly, yeah. um, or like characterization. And he's just a very good character on a show filled with a lot of like sketches of characters that aren't like real people. I mean, there's, so there are, there are good characters on the show, but I do think the general main team has, has had a lot of good focus this season even if they should be focused on more they're still they still have a lot of uh, good stuff there um and garfield's great and just this kind of in general this whole episode the the concept of like we need a team that's visible to like engage with social media um to like get uh get the public stress like this like almost justifies i think last podcast i criticized how much the show focuses on how much the world cares about the justice league it's like oh my goodness i don't care about the un and the justice league and how much the world cares about it, but it really, that's the thing. The show really is doing everything in service of something. Like it's not, there is so much stuff, but there, there at least is an intent there to do it for a reason. And now here's the reason it's so now, yeah. now we're going to form this outsiders team that does care about, that's all about manipulating public opinion or like getting sympathy for them and the use of the social media and the live streaming um, with this team. And uh, I, I just love all of that. And I love what Garfield's doing here. I think it makes total sense with his character. I love how it connects to the, 
the like uh, gorilla thief incident from the last few episodes. Um, it, I, re- I really feel like first impression just brought this this season together for me in so much of a much so, yeah. so such a much needed way with all that stuff. Yeah, and it's a very modern idea for a superhero show. Like they're really delving into the idea of the superhero team existing in 2019. It's, I think that part's interesting as well. Yeah. Yeah, Ali, did do you have this kind of? Do you like Garfield as well? Yeah, I mean, I think he's definitely supposed to be the most sympathetic character, but that being said, I still love him the most. But (laughs) I also did... mm, I mean, I feel like if you didn't watch Teen Titans, you'd just have no idea, but otherwise, everybody loves him. If that makes... I mean, it's kind of a bad assumption to make that that's just how it feels. I mean, it's... it's The way they set him up was done very well. Like, it just took a little bit, kind of, but... I mean, that's a hard question. It's hard to guess um, how people would view a character like that without, like, the cultural osmosis that is Beast Boy, because I think there is a large amount of that from just, like, him existing in Teen Titans for our yeah, age group. Yeah, I, I, I do think, like, the when Garfield, like I said, Garfield's introduced kind of a little bit late into the, the season, and it is, yeah. I think there is an assumption that you understand what a Beast Boy is. If, yeah. Like, you don't, like, not this Beast Boy, but, like, they don't spend a lot of time explaining the concept behind this character. But, like, I'm very casual, and I do, you know, I watch the original Teen Titans, I know who Beast Boy is, so I think, I think most people are, uh, basically everyone's gonna know. Yeah, and everyone's gonna know. It did feel kind of abrupt, yeah. because it was, like, in the middle of the but didn't second half? It was. It was, like, it, it was the episode with the VR goggles, and it was one of the last yeah episodes before we took the hiatus between these halves um but it was a good episode um yeah yeah anyways sticking with this episode though so like we had this part where garfield was like talking to aquaman and like it ends not with them like choosing to make this team for garfield it's garfield saying we're making this team you can either help us or not and i think that was probably my favorite moment of the episode just like they were willing to like step up and do this instead of just like wait for permission from them to do it yeah, I, I do like this, uh, sticking it to the Justice League a little bit with this, mm-hmm. like, uh, moving forward without their permission. Cause honestly, I feel like the Justice League a little bit sucks in the show. It does. Like, a they're, little bit. they're, not in terms of, like, characterization, but just, that, like, they, they're not, it's not like they're getting a lot done from what we can see. Yeah. It's, they're relying on these children a lot. So, you know, let's, let's let the children do, <laughs> if, yeah. if they're gonna be so useful, let's let them do what they want here. From what I can tell, most of the stuff happening is done by the, by Young Justice in the, in the Justice Justice League just kind of shows up every now and then to do a little yeah. bit heavier lifting, but even then, it doesn't seem like they're necessary to the to solve the problem. And a, a big a big concept in these two episodes is the fact that like the outsiders aren't tied by what yeah. the Justice League politics um, of like the Justice League is tied to you the UN's contracts with or whatever. Um, and I think that's a very successful concept in the context of the show, considering we spend so much time with the UN and with the public opinion and stuff. And so they, I think I think this this works uh, with the buildup we've gotten. It definitely feels like we the audience are freed from the ties of the UN storyline as well as. As, as well as them, the characters. Cause like, I'm happy to just be like, we're, we're, we're focusing on them saving people instead of focusing on the politics of it. Like, I, I want that. I, I care more about them going out and like saving Brooklyn and saving Cuba from problems and stuff. Brooklyn, Maine. Oh, is it, Bro- um, is it Brooklyn, Maine? Is that what it said? Right? <laughs> okay. Cause, no, no, cause here's the thing. I saw it said Brooklyn, and I'm like, that doesn't look like Brooklyn. And, and now that you've said it's Brooklyn made, that makes so much more sense. Um, 
I'm gonna quickly verify this, but I'm fairly certain this is which uh, I didn't I didn't intend to be correcting with what I say. I was just pointing out the absurdity of uh, this being. No, 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 no. no. Um, Thank you, but, because while I was watching, I they kept saying Brooklyn, and I'm like, that does not look like Brooklyn. That looks not. I, for the rest of your listeners, I'm saying Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York is the much more. Uh, well, yeah, the, uh, no, I, I'm pretty sure it was Maine. They said, but yeah, it was it was the yeah, it was like a small town, the sheriff yeah, and the mayor. Yeah, yeah, I was like, what? A, wait a minute. Um, also, there was a ton of Scooby Doo references in this town for some reason. Um, do you mean Velma Girl? No, there was Velma Girl. The guy shows up and he says, "You, you like, we'd have been fine without you meddling kids." Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot that. Like, there's a lot of stuff like that, little things, and it's just, I don't know why they did it, but they did it. Velma Girl was then talking in like weird language. The end, I, yeah. what were they doing? <laughs> I don't know what they were doing with Velma Girl, other than her being Jinkies. Velma. I don't think she said jinkies. She, <laughs> she said like she said other like weird words besides jinkies though. I think that it was, was just really. It was just all those all the people in that they were all really endearing. Um, apparently yeah. that the group was I don't know if you know this the Sarah but they're, they're, like the reference there was like news news legion or something. Oh, uh, yeah. So they're doing a gender bent newsboy legion. Oh, um, interesting. I did not yeah. know that. I guess. I mean, of course, everything is like a reference, like a one comic from. Yeah, years. I mean, of course it is. And listeners, I'm sorry if we miss a cut, one reference or two. <laughs> Just but yeah, I, I like I like that group. I, I they they kind of distinguish each character to enough of an extent. It's it just this episode is just so unlike the show because yeah. it spends time to characterize these minor people instead of like jumping yeah. around the 50 different heroes and we're all in one place for most of the episode. It's it, it was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, and we understand the threat, which is. The Reach coming back. Uh, there's these, um, the, the outsiders rush to Brooklyn because these Reach, um, from season two, these Reach ships are back and they're, they're terrorizing this small town and Aquaman shows up to fight them and he's quickly defeated. But the outsiders are there and they stop it. They, they end this threat pretty quickly. Like it's not really like, there's never really a worry that they won't be able to stop this during the episode. I don't think I ever was ever worried that they were gonna like mess up. Like there was gonna be any like consequences. This felt like, practice and that kind of frustrated me through the episode until the end which we'll get to uh but for me like ali did you did you feel like this fight was like even before we got to the ending this felt like it was really kids gloves like the whole time maybe it was just me i don't i mean i, I gotta be honest i don't remember that much of what happens they disact they deactivated the three yeah little ones and then the huge one came and they disactivated that it was done i feel like i mean Kind of Blue Beetle did most of the work. Yeah, but... like it didn't seem like there was a lot of danger involved. It was just Blue Not Beetle so touch. Much. Yeah. Just because like people might have been around. But, but, but that said, I was still in, fun to watch. I'm saying, but I mean, like yeah, it, this... I mean, well, yeah, yeah. That would nice, be the... nice to see them working as a team too. How the yes. dynamic. Yeah, that's true. It is kind of like the, the team dynamic training type thing yeah. that they did a lot of with. Uh... You know, with uh, the characters, the Nightwing who doesn't exist mm-hmm. anymore, right? Yeah, like, where, did he, where is Nightwing? Where did he go? Like, he's around. He's at the end of the episode. Yeah, no, but he doesn't even talk. He's just standing. But he exists. But like, this really feels <laughs> like a season McCartney. one episode. Like, it feels like Garfield started the episode. He's like, "Hey, can we do like season one again?" And then they do. <laughs> like, that's yeah, what it feels like. I think my uh, observation, more than it didn't seem like they were in danger, was it was just always enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and it was like happy versus the second episode as more typical <laughs> for the show with like the body hum- body horror and like um, Clarion, like uh, just completely. Um, it, 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 it gets separated, but at first, like just killing these people in a ruthless way. And it's like, this is hard, hard to watch. And like, I mean, I mean, and not, not that it's like right. bad or anything, but it's like, um, I just, it was like such an enjoyable, fun fight. Like everyone's uh, working together. There's no uh, bad stuff happening. Yay. And they're joking <laughs> with each other. Like the, the heroes yeah. like feel like they have time to like 
banter a little bit. Like it felt, it felt fun. And, um, but then we get this, then the politics comes back and, um, the uh, outsiders get arrested because they're technically vigilantes outside the law, stopping things. And obviously the town yells their defense. Um, do, does this plot feel like it's where I'm not really sure where this plot's ending. Like, is it just going to be like, yay, the heroes are good. We don't need to arrest them for being heroes anymore. Is there something bigger going on here? I'm not sure. Like, uh, in terms in the, the view of you, the outsider's view of the outsiders. Okay. That didn't make sense. But the, the public <laughs> view of the outsiders. No, yeah. I think that this show is not capable of not doing like public perception. I mean, it's all about like uh, public perception and yeah. people liking them. There's, I mean, I think like Lex Luthor and stuff will push back against them and yeah, that'll be, but good. I mean like granny become involved. Yeah, I, I guess, granny. but like for me, like I would hope that if this happens, like there's like a little more complexity to it, not just like, Oh yay, Hero's good again. Like I feel like I, I want there to be like them to realize like, wait, isn't this just the justice league again? And we have laws against that still. It's not yeah, like they, they, they can't. They're, they're def- don't worry, they're doing that. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're they're not. They can't resist. Uh, but I mean, like, I want it to be like good, not like. This kind of seemed like it was a tease at it, but I hope they stop. Yeah, because I want them to be like, oh, laws still apply even if you just change your name. <laughs> like that's what it feels like. It feels like the outsiders like if we're not called the Justice League, you can't use laws <laughs> about the Justice League on us. What if we're called League Justice? Then do you? Have to- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want the Justice League to return from space and be like, oh, we're. We're just called the League now. You can't, you can't <laughs> stop us. Like if that was, if it was that simple, like imagine, just imagine how the world yeah, it's, it's, it is, it is kind of stupid that they're like, we're not the Justice League, we're the outsiders, but it just, it, the thematically, it yeah. really works. I no, think. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I'm joking about the, I'm nitpicking here because it's funny, but I do think thematically, I agree, it works, and I do think it really, I, I appreciate it because I wasn't sure where Garfield was going earlier episodes, but this feels like a good, um climax to that arc there where he was just like th- it, it made sense with what he was doing by looking at his feed like i wasn't really sure in previous mm-hmm. episodes why he was looking at twitter looking at his likes and now this clearly says he was like thinking he was actually like considering what he could do with that and i really appreciated that scene specifically also just like we spent so much time with garfield out of the blue and he didn't connect to the, the markov mm-hmm. or the trafficking to so, i mean he, he had trafficking stuff going on i guess but like is like why are we spending so much time with this character okay it's because he's the leader of the outsiders that's very satisfying yeah it is i was i was not expecting him to be a leader of the group uh but this this fits really well i don't think he's a great leader but as a but i think this is great for his character and i'm excited to see where it goes yeah he's he's gonna get i he's too gung-ho he's yeah. too um showboaty he's gonna get one of his people seriously hurt i expect yeah. that yeah but it's it's still I'm still excited to watch that. Like I, I, yeah, I, I think that could be good. Yeah, good yeah. plotline. I also, oh, I also really like the little thing he has on his neck when he's a animal to like talk to people. I think that's pretty cool. We see that in this episode. <laughs> yeah, had we seen that before? No, we had. It just showed up. Everybody or just like the team? Unclear. <laughs> yeah, is it like Martian head talking, or is it like a piece of technology, or is it Martian technology? I or think is it's it, tech yeah. because, like, in episode eighteen, like when he's tur- when he turns into a bug, it like falls to the ground and he can't talk to anybody anymore, but he's still there. And I think that's supposed to be them telling us he can't talk without those little things that fall off him. Yeah, there's okay. Like, there's, yeah, there's like little earbuds. It could be- could be alien tech, so it's not really descriptive. No, no, um, it's just black circles. Think, thinking back to our description, can I admit something? Yes. Um, I want to tell you if, if this is uh, bad, my fault or the show's fault. Um, so as a casual fan, uh, I have very little concept of what the reach is. <laughs> <laughs> the reach? 
are the people that made no, me. No, I don't I don't want an explanation. I want you to tell me if that's my fault or not. Is um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dylan. The reach for the villains from season two, like through the entire season. Oh, I don't remember that. Come on. Yeah. That's literally 10 years ago. It's yeah, no, that, that's what I'm telling you, Dylan. They're the, they're the villains okay. from all, all you need to know is they're the villains from season okay, two. Okay, so it's, it's, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal, me no. not knowing. It's like, uh, the villains, you know, there's a lot of villain oh, groups. Yeah, I mean, I didn't remember who it was either. But all, all you need <laughs> to know is that they made, they made, uh, Blue Beetle's Beetle. Like, he had his suits from the Reach. I, I, and I think the episode did explain Yeah, it, it did. So that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it's fine, but it, it, yeah. It Sorry. I just find it funny, Dylan. You're like, who's the reach? <laughs> I, I just want to piss off the listeners. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure you did. I'm sure someone's throwing <laughs> their phone across the room right now. I mean, I, look, I should have rewatched seasons one and two. Um, no, you know, I but mean, like, I don't think it's there. They can't assume that everyone did. No, they can't. Do I didn't do that. <laughs> I mean, they really can't assume. I, I agree. Um, uh, uh, to the next part of the, like, to the next part of this fight, uh, after they get arrested, like, cause they just accept being arrested and then a bigger ship shows up, which also is just a, another, it's just another bug. Ridiculous. Yeah, just another ship. And, and then they all fly into the ship. And then just Blue Beetle does something. And like, like they're all inside the ship, but only Blue Beetle does anything. I just want to point that out. Yeah, but no, I, I had that observation too. Speed, uh, kind of related, Wonder Girl. Yeah. Um, she's like a main character now, but she, she was not a main character before. She was what in is, season this... two a little bit, but <laughs> now she's around. just, she was tacked on to season two and she's I've, tacked I mean, I've on seen to season her, three. But, yeah, like I've seen her this season, but she's, she's, she's no at one. like 0.1% of the screen time. Why is she on the team? What is, I, 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 mean, think, I like I, her, I, but. I think they just, I think her saying I couldn't not let there be a girl on the team, I think that was actually the writers realizing, oh, we <laughs> yeah. didn't write any girls onto the team. Yeah, was that them making fun of themselves? Like, I think that honestly was, because they're just like, probably. oh, we have no girls. But also extra muscle, and she's a girl. Well, no, I'm happy she's here, but I think... Oh, that, yeah, but it, it's, it's contrived. Yeah, and also, like, I feel like her saying that, like, it's lampshading, but it's also just like, you could have just wrote more girls. Like, you didn't need to do this. You could have just wrote more girls onto the team. But I guess that's how it is. Um, other than that, like, that's really the end of the fight. Like, they just fly, they, they stop the ship, it flies into a pond, and then they don't get arrested. Like, there's a part with, like, the U.S. military, which is just there to be like, oh, the U.S. military can't stop this. Only the heroes can. Um, which is fine, I guess. But, um, yeah, it, it's just there to, this, this is just like an all-around win for the outsiders. Like, they just win, and social media is a buzz, and we get, we are the, hashtag, we are the outsiders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was there any part of this that I missed, Allie? Did you, any part of this? I just had a question about the base. Like, is that supposed to be, someone pointed it out, probably like on a YouTube comment, that it's supposed to be the Titan Tower? Oh, I was gonna go back to that base, cause I, but I mean, I meant about the fight specifically, but yeah, we can go to that. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant No, that. no, oh, yeah, no. They, they do, they do have the, the, yeah, they have the, the new base in this episode. Yeah. I, I like that part. Yeah, I was gonna go back to that. I just wanted to focus on the fight first, cause. I don't, I barely remember the fight. I apologize. Yeah, I, no, 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 it's fine. The fight was like a bulk of the, the episode. I just wanted to make sure there's nothing like there you wanted to talk about. That's all. I really wanted to get there because there were Scooby-Doo references, and I was really confused about them. Any, are there any more Scooby-Doo references? Not that I can tell. Maybe some of the voice actors are, but, like, I'm not hip enough to know. I'm not, like, up on all the Scooby-Doo voice actors, unfortunately. But it feels like everything was kind of pointedly about Scooby-Doo at times, and it was very strange. I was expecting a dog to show up, honestly. But it didn't. 
Um, anyways, I guess we can move on if that's it on that. Uh, because, uh. Next episode, Beast Boy will turn into a Great Dane, hopefully. Hopefully. I, I was honestly expecting Beast Boy to turn into a dog here and, like, turn into, like, a big dog during this when the guy came up okay. and did. Okay, that's an. <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, I guess we can talk about the base, because the base is really cool. Uh, before all this fight stuff happens, we get a tour of the new base for the Outsiders, which is just gonna be a bunch of teenagers hanging out in a tower, and all the adults are like, that's not a good idea. And look, there's a purpose for Dr. Jace. Yeah. Like, she actually has something to do. And, yeah, Dr. Jace is here, and she's still menacing. Like, she still has this under- Do kids need anything? Some condoms and snacks? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, she's- yeah, I want I mean, to see honestly, her that, that's in what that I role. No, no, I know, like you can't let teenagers live alone. Hey guys, I got the birth control. Doctor, yeah, doctor, but, but it was it was less of like I can supervise these kids, more of like I don't really have anywhere to live. Yeah, no, no, that's what it was. Wasn't it? it was like I have nowhere to be. I can just be here, and like doctor for like half a year now. Yeah, but Allie, I totally agree. Doctor Jace is totally the like supervising mom that's like, yeah, you can you can go ahead and fuck, but uh, just use protection. Just because she's also Grey Delisle, I just am, like, picturing her doing stand-up about that kind of thing. <laughs> is she Grey Delisle? I didn't even realize that. Uh, yeah, she is. Or Grey Griffin. She does Grey a lot Griffin. of the- oh, yeah, she- Grey- I think she's- yeah, yeah she's Grey Griffin. Yeah. She does a lot of voices on the show, I think. Yeah. Like, extra voice. Uh, she- I think she's- oh, oh, she's- she's Gabby Gabriella as well. She's the- the news- Oh. She's the person who's live-streaming the whole thing. Oh, that's good. Where is um Dr. Jace's kind of boyfriend? Um he's really yeah. been he's really been uh, missing from no, He has not he, I don't think he's has he said a single word since the second half has started? No. Black Lightning? Because he's just Black Lightning and Nightwing were like really major characters in the first half of the season and they have not been here. Yeah, I about that. It's really thinking weird. about it now, I'm kinda disappointed. I guess I really the whole like... I guess the whole Nightwing team has really not been and... here. And also, Black Lightning's character arc about kids was kind of resolved, like, about... That's true. But, I mean, I'm also, like, really, really suspicious of Dr. Jace, so Black Lightning... Yeah, like, Black Lightning has to come back if Dr. Jace betrays everybody, because it really feels like... No, look, Dr. Jace is not evil. She's suspicious. She's shady. No, I love her. (laughs) I mean, I love her, too, but it's, like, Lotor all over again, Dylan. You can't, like... You have to admit that she's bad. She, okay, she does not have the charisma of Lord. No, she does not. She does not, Dylan. She's, she's not Nobody your prince, but, or your emperor, but like. Yeah, she, she is, uh, in fact, the opposite. I would say she's, uh, fairly boring. Uh, yeah, she is very boring. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of Um, uh, I think the only other part of this episode, well, there's one other little scene. Uh, Artemis is talking to Terra. That's the, that's the B plot is, uh, yeah. Artemis. Yeah, which stuff. is, yeah. which is not like a lot of stuff, but I'm fine with the B plot being like kind of subdued while there's this fighting going on. And like, it's not complicated, which is also great. Like, this episode finally figures out you're, it's okay to have like a complicated A plot if the B plot's also just like a little simple story, which I'm fine yeah. with. And I think, is, I think, I think that's the first episode of Young Justice Outsider that doesn't have a C plot. But I really um, enjoy that's... it. I enjoy this yeah. more. Like, yeah, I, it's, we have more time to focus on the A plot because the A time just has more time based on the fact that there's not two more plots going on. Yeah. Definitely benefits from yeah. not having too much clutter. Like, I don't love the B plot, but I do appreciate Artemis connecting with Terra a little bit. Like, we're finally digging into Terra being a spy, I think, a little bit more with her, yeah. with her realizing that she actually has to Next be friends with everybody. Too. Was that? weird scene in this episode where she's on the phone yes next episode no 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 this this episode's when she asks if um uh deathstroke has any like 
uh, orders for her, and he says no. Yeah, and, it's, not oh, yet, yeah. Yeah. Okay. and so the next episode, it's you get the pressure, like, oh, is she actually is she going to turn? Like, is she liking these people? Well, That's next episode. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, we'll get into that in a second because I want to talk about the very end of this episode before then. Because otherwise, I, I don't think there's anything else. Do you guys want to say anything else about the B plot? I don't think there's much here. There's just, no the Justice yeah. League. Yeah, let's talk I'm about the eager, Justice. I'm eager to talk. No, I'm not. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure you're eager, Dylan. Uh, it's revealed that this all was a plan. They, um, the Justice Ayo. League set it all up so that the outsiders would have a win and look good in the eye of, eye of the public. And Garfield is not invited to this meeting and he does not know what's going on. So. Yeah, but they, they didn't anticipate the big ship though. So they did do something on their own. Yes. Um, but the big part of this is that this is a hundred percent going to fly back in their faces really badly. Cause every time in the, in, in just, in Young Justice, they always have secrets from parts of the team. And every single time the secrets cause problems. Cause that's the only plot they can write in this show. Just people hiding secrets from each other. Do you think that they made it too easy on purpose? Like, kind of like child's play? Oh no, that's what I think. I, they definitely did it. They definitely, they, like, I think that's what they even implied. They gave them three enemies. That Blue Beetle could easily dismantle and just. Damn, yeah. I didn't think about that until. Just yeah, now. they said they said they, yeah they basically manipulated the situation to. Yeah, and be, to, so they could get traction as a team. And I felt that watching the episode, like I was just like, oh, this is like more just to be fun. Like there's not a lot of threat here, and we get. To, and I was kind of like disappointed by that. And then we get to the end of the episode, and I'm like, oh, I was supposed to feel that. I was supposed to feel like this fight wasn't difficult because they say it. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, my, a little bit of a ne- negative reaction to the reveal in that it took away some of the like happiness from the the new formation of the new team and they're doing great yeah. and it's it was um but but it wasn't to uh it wasn't a big thing and it did explain the events of the episode more and it also was like oh yeah that it does need like something you know like it did yeah. need like some complication or some um wrinkle to it so I think I think it was a good addition to the episode yeah it needs that Shyamalan twist at the end yeah it does. Very minor choice. Which, can I be honest, I definitely missed the ending. I totally forgot that they planned it all. (laughs) I mean... So, if that gives you any indication about how much I pay attention, there you go. At this point, it did not affect anything. I mean, yeah, it didn't... It'll it'll, it'll come back. Like, all all this really needs... All we need to know is that, like, the League is hiding secrets from the Outsiders, and the Outsiders assume they're in the loop on everything. And that's not going to go well with Garfield, because his whole thing is he wants to be open about everything. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I guess another little thing is that Violet, Terra, and Forager are not actually part of the team, but they're in the tower anyways. Wait, okay, yeah. is her name Violet or Halo? I keep getting confused. Violet's her name, Halo's her hero name. Whoops, my bad. Because she, yeah. okay, after she figured out, or after she had her memories return, was she going by a different name? She was like, I'm not Violet anymore. No, Gabrielle, was, I think she had a oh, crisis. Oh, Gabrielle. She had a crisis where, like, Gabriella was her name before, and, like, she wasn't sure if she was Violet or Gabriella, and then she decided that she's Violet. Like, that was a decision I she made. I remember now. I'm sorry. No, it's Continue. fine. It's, there's a lot happens every episode. And with that said, uh, do you guys have anything else you want to say about this episode? Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Okay. No. All right, let's move on to 18 then, because I think there's a lot more to talk about, a lot more to dig into, and not necessarily a good way. A lot more problems, basically. Yeah, so a few weeks after the last episode, the Outsiders are saving people, and it's going well, um, and I think we're just gonna, anyone, I I think we're just gonna jump straight to the Violet stuff, because I think I'm more interested to talk about that, because everyone else goes to Cuba to fight some stuff, and it's pretty dark, but Violet, Terra, and Forager go to school in Happy Harbor, 
and uh, you're like let's ignore the a plot but let's talk about like the kind of c-ish plot that's but it is more interesting yeah. that being said we got to go back today it's the eventually to talk about my girl zatanna oh no no dylan we have to talk about zatanna <laughs> but violet i i i feel for violet and i need to talk about this because i feel I'm like just so confused yeah let's 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 get to this because so this plot starts with them waking up in time on the west coast to go to school on the east coast which they at least reference it to being crazy. Fucking terrible idea. Yeah, no, no, no. By the way. That's so stupid. Like, Where, where's my boom tube to, yeah. to do that? Yeah, Come like, the, the craziest part is that it's light out, which I do not believe. It would have to be, like, 4 a.m. Yeah, 5 a.m., yeah. No, it would be 4 a.m. No. to get to school at 7. I went to school at 7 a.m. when yeah, I was in too. high school. I went to school at there, there was definitely no light out on the West Coast when they were boom tubing, but they made it out to be, like, the sun was rising, it was fine. But anyways... Um, and Dr. Jace pulls Violet aside and says, hey, you're dying for real, bro. Like, for real. <laughs> I hate it. I don't understand why. Hey, hey, Violet, remember all those times you died and you were fine? Well, it turns out um, that was actually not great, and you're actually dying for real this time. Yep, yep. Uh, I... Did it like this? Does anyone have anything to say about this? Oh, I have a comment. These two episodes, Violet doesn't die, but learns that she... <laughs> <laughs> wow. So just never, it's never good for oh her, ever, them. But Dr. Jace is like, it's fine, I'll cure you, and it'll be fine. Don't tell anyone, it's fine. Wait, did she say that? Yeah, she, well, well, Violet Violet decided not to tell anyone, but Jace, like, pushed her to do that. I guess if you're on the Dr. Jace's evil train, then the fact that Dr. Jace doesn't want Violet to tell anyone, ostensibly not to cause worry, but could be that uh, she wants to manipulate Violet or do something with Violet. Yeah. Um, I, there could be something like I, I think she's going to run a test on Violet to try to get the mother box. I think she just wants the mother box outside out I, of Violet. I, so too. I, tr- I trust Dr. Jace. Um, <laughs> did... Uh, <laughs> Well, I blindly tried. Did, did, did we didn't see Doctor Jace running tests on Violet, right? Like so this came out of no, nowhere. no, no. She got the hair. She got the hair at the end of season. At the end of the yeah, first yeah. half, she got the hair from a brush when she. Um, I don't remember that. That was six months ago. We talked about I, it. On I the don't podcast. know why I remember. We talked because like, we talked about it on the podcast, or I okay. I forget who I was with on the podcast, but I talked about it. Um, and she took the hair, and then in the first, and, and then like during one of the first three episodes we talked about last week. Jace was also experimenting with the hair. Um, so they at least tried to remind the audience that it happened. Yeah, I, I didn't remember, so yeah. fail. Uh, I don't know if that's the show or you, Dylan. I remember. Uh, I would say that one's me. If they reminded us last three episodes. Yeah, they, they definitely did, Dylan. <laughs> did they? They what? did. They did, Allie. I'm sorry. No, I just, I just... Whatever. I remember there being tests run, but I don't remember if it was explained why. The listeners probably love this, by the way. Look, look, Violet had a day because uh, she learned that she's dying, <laughs> went to school on an opposite coast, um, found, uh, k- kissed a girl, um, d- d- drank, shot a gun, declared she was not Muslim, and uh, what and else? She did really have a day and a half. <laughs> she, yeah, and then she and, and then she got arrested and got picked got up. Got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. And then like, what? Uh, at, first, at first, when I watched this, after I was like, "What? What did any of that bad stuff have to do with anything?" It was just all this random crap. And thinking back, it's like, "Okay, she's dying. She's <laughs> and she's like, okay, what do we, you know? What screw I, this. I'm just gonna go be a punk and do, yeah. you know, like this, the, yeah. but that's so, but if, uh, the, the episode like doesn't really try to connect it for you. It's just like, here's Violet. She's dying. Here's Violet with this girl I, who we barely know, and she's kissing her and shooting a gun. It's like." uh Okay. But I kind of, I kind of, oh, okay, I'll say this for this C plot. I really do appreciate that they don't like, ex- like, lay it all out, like, hey, she's doing this because she's dying. Like, I kind of like that they just 
let you understand that's why she's doing it. I still don't necessarily think everything she does is good from a writing perspective, but I like that that they don't explain it. Like it's just I've, yeah, I, I think it's yeah, I think it's ultimately fine. But it threw me for a loop at first. Um, I, I have a uh, thing I want to uh, everyone to be proud of is that I remember who Harper Lee is. I remembered her from yeah, the first she's from one of the friends from school, and she met Fred Bug with two G's, and she thought they were cool. <laughs> she was, I, she had like one scene. Yeah, but I remember she had that. one scene, but it was a good scene. It was good, so that's what I remembered. Yeah, yeah, she had one, like, she had more characterization in that one scene than most of the characters in this show. Um, <laughs> but it's true, unfortunately. It is true. <laughs> um, I've been, so we've been circling the trade here. Let's just get to it. Let's get to it. Uh, we get to, we go Life is Strange, and, um, Violet and Harper are on a beach, and they're, after, um, Violet, uh, played hooky from training with Artemis, and they're, like, shooting a gun at, like, bottles, and, like Dylan said, they're drinking alcohol, and there's the, and they kiss, and it's Was not- Was this a Life is Strange <laughs> reference? It I felt like know. it. It Did it feel like one to you, Dylan? Um, so I didn't immediately think of it, but once I saw people saying that, uh, I couldn't, I, I couldn't think anything but that. So my next thought was like, did they really just do this whole entire plot just to reference Life is Strange? Like they couldn't have done that. Like, that but it, exactly but it's so, it's so, so similar. It though. is. Like, it is exactly the same. It is pretty much like exactly. It's a girl with blue hair or purple hair or something. I'm colorblind. It's like purple hair, right? I mean, I mean, hard. Harper, she, she's probably. like not a character they could have done anyone but they do this you do the chloe look like right like, yeah like, <laughs> yeah it, it, okay. it literally is just life is strange yeah anyway that's the that's not even the um that's not even the important thing wait where did she get a gun she just has it she is she, a dead she's dead chloe, dad, I guess, just so she got has a gun um anyways so like what i really this is america at least she just has a gun. <laughs> i mean yeah it's true it's not you're not wrong uh, but yeah, they kiss, and there's, and to make it worse, Violet says, I have a boyfriend. Wait, 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 don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't make it to make it worse. No. Kissing, ki- girls kissing good on the show. Well, no, no, no. This was, this was, let's start, no, let's start with this. Okay. We've never had anyone be gay on the show before, so this is kind of crazy, right? Yes, like, but, like, I guess there was the background okay, thing in the first, okay, okay. The, 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 the first take, the obvious take is yes, it's good, but I'm digging past that, I'm sorry. We can start with yes, it's good that two girls kissed on the show. Well, you're blowing, blowing past. This is like front page. If they if they didn't uh, throw a bunch onto this, then we would be like, "Wow, Young Justice actually did something progressive." Yeah. Like that's kind of crazy. But then they threw more on top of that, unfortunately. Well, of course they did. That, like that's not a problem. Like I I, I find I find this tr- problematic just because like they're both like we both have boyfriends though, and then they kiss, and it's just like I don't know. Like it feels like this is they, they frame this whole thing as like just kind of just bad almost if that makes sense like I, I don't know if i got that vibe if you got oh no, i mean they I, they did that on i don't know if they did it on purpose but it was definitely yeah. meant to elicit that feeling like like that she that violet was doing something wrong by kissing her and it like that's not good obviously <laughs> for a lot of reasons. Oh, yeah okay so i don't think we care that harper lee's unnamed boyfriend is being cheated on no. by her kissing by like, it's like okay it's teenagers they're exploring yeah, their no. sexuality yeah. or this maybe she's this is a real sexuality like that's who if, if if the problem is we know markov and we're we're invested in markov and violet like that's the issue here is i don't think there's like a big moral thing to, to get past in them kissing it's just that like why is we doing this but, on top of this relationship the show has invested so much in but i i think there is because it's the way the episode it's way it's framed it's like the kiss happens they kiss they kiss each other then it's stated there's this thing we sh- for a reason we shouldn't be kissing and then they kiss again and so the show is kind of saying like hey 
we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, well, yeah, in, Viol- in Violet's mind, she, she, this is not a good thing, right? Yeah. And, and, so, and that's sure, what I'm sure. saying. And, like, it, it's not that, like, I think that it's bad. That, like, yeah, whatever. They're teenagers. They're going to explore like this. I agree with you. But the show is telling us it's bad. Exactly. And that's... Right, right, yeah, well, the, the show is saying, from Violet's perspective, obviously, she's with Markov, and so she's not, uh, she, she's not going to she think positive about kissing someone else. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine from Violet's perspective, but that's the lens we're seeing through. The, the audience yeah. and i don't think that's good and like i mean i, th- I think in the show's mind there's going to be a right so i okay obviously when we find things problematic so let's get to why they're problematic but also let's like say like okay what are the writers thinking are yeah, they trying to be like gay kissing is bad no they're not trying to be like gay kissing is bad they're saying like in violet's mind she's kissing a girl and like oh this is a new aspect of violet but separately she's kissing a person and she's in a relationship like they're separate concepts yeah sorry um, i think now whether we think that those were successfully presented as separate um is up for debate so we can talk about that okay i'm sorry i think you're covering this a lot you're talking about this a lot better than i am dylan i i do no, a, no, i do I a lot mean, I, oh. Well, I, I, I always take up this perspective when yeah. we talk about it. You I know. know. Like, I, I think it's important to say, like, what is the show trying to say? Now, that being said, you criticize it. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I, I think I do a lot better with the gender stuff than, like, I don't know, the relationship stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Was there anything else you want to say about this? I don't know if I had really more to say than this. Well, well what, what, what did you like? So you think it was not – I said, like, the show is trying to present them as disconnected. You, you would say that they were not – they were connected because they're presented right next to each other, right? So, like, uh, these two concepts of, like, cheating and yeah, uh, kissing. Yeah, that's what I was saying, like, because it literally yeah. is – she holds – she's holding the alcohol and the gun, which are two things that are not legal, two things that are wrong. And, like, she had just fired the gun, and it was like – there was this whole thing about, like, She's doing things that are crazy and bad, essentially. And then, yeah, yeah. and then Harper kisses her, and then Violet kind of retracts Bill and says, I have a boyfriend. Harper says, I have a boyfriend too, or I do too. And it's like, it's framed as like, these are two more things that are bad, and then they kiss again. And then they're arrested. Like, there's this whole line of things that are, <laughs> arrested. yeah, yeah that's it, true. there's this whole line of things that are just bad one after another, where I don't think the, sh- I don't think the writers intended it to be this way. I don't, I think, they weren't trying to frame it this way. I really don't, but it comes off that way where this is just another bad thing. This is just another thing that Violet shouldn't do even like beyond like, it, and I think they're just saying like, Hey, Violet, you shouldn't cheat. You shouldn't like, you should calm down a little bit. You're giving a little crazy, but what they, what it comes across as is kissing girls is bad and that it, or it could to some viewers. And that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, I have a few comments about that. But Ali, did you react um like how, when you saw the kiss, were you like happy when you, you saw him kissing, or did you like react negatively to the context of the scene? Well, I was happy until she was like, I have a boyfriend, but so do I made it worse. Like yeah. I kind of. But I don't know. I mean, after like you make a good point, Dylan, that like they set it up to make it clear that they know it's wrong and at least clear that Violet is uncomfortable with it. So in that sense it's okay, I guess, because again, she is probably dying, so she thinks she doesn't have a lot of time left, I guess. Yeah. I still don't understand, but like, I was kind of happy, confused, and then them talking after the first kiss just made everything worse. But, did yeah. you did you end up with like a bad taste in your mouth from the scene? Not really, but okay. the, I don't know, the, the thing with the police at the end made me kind of left a worse taste, because... Just, I don't know, America. And, like, America. and then you like bring police into it. Yeah, that was the, I, the, the, yeah. Police, yeah. the police. America's the worst. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I kind of have two talking points about okay. this on top of like the base level of like it was portrayed with negative things. That's not great for your first kind of major yeah. queer portrayal in the show is to have it associated with a bunch of negative things. Like, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, but 
I think that this is like a valid scene they could show um, in media. Like yeah. you could show like a person experiencing their their first queer moment in the context of all these things. Like yeah, that's true. that yeah. this is something you could show. The issue is Young Justice is like incapable of nuanced portrayals. Yeah. <laughs> so like this is a valid concept. But they made no attempt to show this in a nuanced way. They just had things happen, and we don't see Violet reacting to this. We don't see her grappling with like the fact that she kissed a girl. I assume we barely will see that. Make maybe next episode. Like she, she gra- Like we don't see. I, I like that we don't have to have our hand held, like like Sarah said, and from getting to like her dying to this scene. But like it would have at least provided context for her character's yeah. mindset. Like the show is just moving so fast that it just presents this stuff. It was the same thing when Violet said she was non-binary. Is we don't don't get to hear yeah. her get to hear her talk about it and so like the show think is presenting concepts in ways that could be valid if it handled them in a more nuanced way it just is incapable of that because it needs to rush around to so many things yeah i agree i think i think you I, I think you helped me figure out what i was having problems with and the issue i have is that this is the first gay kiss yeah this is like the first one and i kind of wish it wasn't in a negative light like it wasn't something that was like or portrayed negatively to the character doing it and i get and i agree that the scene is like has a purpose and it has valid purpose to the story or to at least violet's arc but i I think that's what i'm hung up on the fact that we couldn't have just a stable queer relationship before this one at some point have we really not had one in this show no they haven't they had, like, they had the those, those background characters holding hands or something last they they, they were feeding Um, each other cotton candy or something but it was two seconds yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, I get. Yeah. So the, yeah. If this was like the third queer thing that they showed, yeah. then it would be potentially fine. But my the bigger issue is in con. And yeah, that's like a big thing. And then also it's like let Violet like talk about this and like you need to you need this needs to be an entire B plot at the very least and have we hear Violet's thoughts about it and the show's just not going to do Wait, that. Well, the other. Were... Go ahead. Somebody go ahead. No. <laughs> so, uh, well, I was going to say that I think the bigger I, I agree that and I think that the bigger issue is that. I, um, Violet's just becoming, like, the queer character. Like, they're throwing everything at her. instead. It, it really is striking that they really are, uh, on top of uh, being, you know, non-binary and Muslim, except she says, well, I'll get to that in a second. Oh, yeah, that's and, right. uh, we haven't talked and about that. person of color and wearing a job and, like, and, you know, she, they just, they, and, and now she's potentially bi, too. You know, like, it's, it's like, uh, it is interesting that they're, this is, but, again, like, this is a valid yes, person that exists in our world, but it's not portrayed nuancedly, and in the context of the show, there's also not other people that have any of these traits, so, like, it's, and, they, they're putting it is a little off-putting, continuing to put them onto one character. And also, in reference to what I talked about last podcast, like, she's also inhuman. Like, they talked about that. Like, that she... Yeah, that we did talk yeah, about that. Yeah, that, that she thinks she's not human anymore. And that's yeah. kind of bad. If this is your only queer character, and she thinks she's not human. Yeah, okay. I want to talk about another problematic aspect of the scene, which we didn't even talk about, is what she said she's not Muslim. Okay. Uh, she's, um, so, first of all, I like the show. Let's remember that. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that... Uh, and also, like, I also overall like this episode. Um, I basically like everything else the episode does. Uh, this, I, I even like this, I think I even like the scene overall. It's just like, it's just, there's just no nuance. But yeah. she says, like, I'm not Muslim. Like, okay. Why did you say that and then not elaborate on this? <laughs> yeah, Again, yeah. there's no nuance here. This is a valid thing you might say because, like she's not the person she the the intent of the show again so first the first reading a lot of people are gonna have this is like wow this is um uh islamophobic right because she's just said like this character can't be muslim she treats it as a negative 
So the show's perspective, I believe, is that she's the mother box, and so she's not who she was before. Being Muslim was part of the Gabrielle who she was before. So this is part of her, like, new identity. But, like, why did you just throw this line in there? This is – you didn't explain that at all. And so, of course, people are going to react negatively to her just saying that. On top of that, there's, like, a a real reading of this scene, which I think is probably not the intent of the show, but I'd like to hear your opinions in that, like – the, that this this scene is like being seems like uh, no I'm not Muslim Muslim is bad because she's like defiantly drinking yes, and yeah. uh, kissing a girl which you know obviously that shouldn't be a part of like um you know the uh, the bigotry should not be a part of religion but whatever um like she's d- doing things that would uh, go like is is it like uh, of course I'm not being Muslim I'm free like that like that you almost get that reading yeah. which is like terrible from yeah. and I think that's not what they're saying but the, it's it's and I'm pretty sure it's not what they're saying, but it's like unclear again because there's just no nuance and they don't stop to talk about anything i agree that when like i think that they really stumbled through that i think what they were trying to say is that gabriella was because she's very literal her or sorry violet is very literal with her like the way she talks i think she's specifically just saying oh i'm not muslim like she's specifically saying that and she's not getting the context of the scene i don't think like she's not getting the context of muslim is bad i, I from harper but Unfortunately, this show exists in our world where people think that way and that you have to recognize that, I think, when writing it. I don't think the writers thought of that. Uh, yeah, and, and then, and then the, the biggest aspect of this is that a lot of, uh, I think, Muslim people watch and it's like, oh, there's a Muslim yeah. character that's fantastic. It's representation. And then in this episode, she's like, I'm not Yeah, no, Muslim. I definitely don't like that. So, I, that that like, part I'm like unequivocally like really that, upset about. That out. sucks. Like, yeah. even uh, if it makes sense with this character, just write this character in a different way so that she doesn't arrive at this conclusion. I think the better way they could have done this is if is if um she just says i'm not practicing you know what i mean like she's like yeah i'm not religious yeah, yeah. like i'm or if she even was like what's mo- well no that would have been worse probably yeah no if she just said i'm not practicing that would make so much more sense because like i'm jewish but i don't go to like synagogue every week but i still consider myself jewish and i don't and, and i could easily accept if violet just said i'm not I, i'm not i'm not practicing and then starts drinking i think that's all she needed to do because she still follows like a lot of the rules of of islam like she has the hijab yeah why is she wearing the hijab like is what's the show gonna do with that like, right? it, like is this it, like i could just be a part of her identity and so that's what she like, said but they, they're never gonna explain that no they did so. don't 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 they explained the hijab in the first half they did yeah she talked about how she wore it because gabriella did essentially but hasn't she like evolved since that point as like yeah. a person? Like she would probably have a new, a different, uh, in, uh, like she she should elaborate that. I, I know. I feel like I, that was like way before we've I know. done stuff. Like I, I, I honestly, my reading until this point was that she did it did evolve from there, and that she was wearing it because she felt an actual like attachment to it at this point. Like she felt like she needed to wear it. Right. And yeah, I mean, I, all these all these things are like again interesting things that the show could validly portray, but it is just it is no. not explained. Like, like my my frustration mostly with this whole scene is we don't even know why Violet is doing this outburst. Is it from a p- part of like I want to get I want to do these things before I die? Is it from a like I'm gonna die? Oh no, I want to just forget everything like that kind of thing. Like, there's so many different ways her character could be pulling, and we don't know which way it is right now. We don't know which way she's tearing apart. We just know that she's kind of like out, having this outburst of teenage energy, and that's frustrating for me because even like the most simple character motivation, we don't know. 
Yeah, um, there, it's, I think it's just um, too complex for what the show is willing to commit in terms of uh, time to, but, to the, mean, this like, character, what we're doing with her. You don't even need that much time to explain this. Like, you just need, like, two lines and you know the setup for the scene. And, like, I think it's framed a lot better. And you take. I did kind of think she would talk to McGann yeah. about what happened after she picked her from the station. And that kind of surprised me. Or that she would just, like... Like, and then we would move on to the next like season. i'm I'm looking back at season one and there are episodes in season one where they have these traumatic ev- events happen and then they have full conversations with like black canary like a whole episode of just like therapy with black canary and we do not have oh yeah like where are episodes like that in this show like in the in this season like it, it, that's what i really need i need them to like sit down with someone and talk to mcgann about stuff yeah and i need therapy yeah no she does <laughs> more than anyone honestly um if you die at least once, you need therapy. You, kill, you die, that. you kill your boyfriend's um, parents. What else? Uh, <laughs> oh, we've they didn't not die a bunch much. of other times. You're not so. human. Like, like yeah, I, I, like personally, I'm fine with the show moving a million miles a minute and not wanting to stop to do uh, any sort of specific character beats. But like, if if so, then you need to not do this stuff. I think, and if you want to have queer rep, it needs to be like in a simpler, um, like clearly good context. That's not this. Um, you know, like. You can't, you know, I, I, I'm fine, like, I'm fine with, like I said last podcast, I'm like, I'm fine with all the millions of characters, but like, um, I think the show is doing that and also trying to do things that are incapable with that type of show, or at least incapable with the way they're writing. Cause I think it's a valid point that Sarah said, which like, um, they could, they could have, within the context episode, they could have included, uh, things that would have helped the scene, but they just did not. Um, I, I think that would have been like, uh, really, really good writing to get that in there yeah. and also do everything else this episode. Um, and you know, you can never really, you can never expect, I guess, above and beyond. So you should really yeah. just not try to do things I'm, outside of your means. Um, I don't know, uh, but I, I think they're, just, I think they're just really mishandling this character at a high level, you know, yeah. like, um, yeah, the specific execution is not there, but, um, they should have made different, different decisions in season planning with her. That being said, I, I still really like this character and I think there's a lot of fascinating things with her and I'm open to seeing what we do with her the rest of the season. Agreed. I think Violet, like, is, other than Garfielding, she's probably my favorite character. I just feel like yeah. the show is not doing things for her character that I enjoy. Like, I, I'm not seeing the side of Violet that I enjoy from the show's portrayal of her. Like, I would love to see Violet in more quiet moments like this. Like, this is the kind of scene, the worst part is this is the kind of scene I want Violet in. I think that's why I'm so upset about this scene. This is the kind of scene I wanted for Violet, and it just is so, like, it, it stumbles so much through it. And I just wanted scenes like this. I wanted her to struggle with this idea of identity and with this idea of these things that she's not sure if she likes or doesn't like because she doesn't know who she is. And we just don't get any of that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, there's a lot more of this episode here. I guess we should probably talk about that. Yeah, we, we, I agree. Yeah, we, 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 have, we have a whole... We've only talked about like five minutes of this episode. Um, this episode has Zatanna and Clarion and, Clarion and oh, new, yeah. new metas. Yeah, and, yeah. We uh, talked about this it. random dude who we barely know joining the Outsiders. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's... You don't barely know him. He's a cool dude. He, I like him, but... Uh, he's compared to Zatanna, which Dylan, you were really excited about Zatanna. Do you want to talk about Zatanna now? Uh, Zatanna, I, she hasn't been in this series. She had a few things with, um, I guess, in the first half, an episode yeah. or two where she is a focus. But she's my favorite character from seasons one and two. I love Zatanna. I'm a fanboy. And uh, she, I was so excited for her to be in this episode. I do think it is um, not... You know, there's not necessarily a lot there. She's ma- mainly just magic person yeah. who's doing magic stuff. Um, but, like, 
that's like the benefit of doing of being young justice is you can throw you cannot even write a character in an episode particularly well but because you have so many interesting like you have 50 characters that the audience loves you can just throw someone in there and it's like successful yeah. so i do think it was successful mostly just because it was zatanna not because of like anything specifically she did like if this was dr fate we would just or well fate or whatever his name is like you just don't care like because he's a magic guy but we don't care about him yeah. we care about Satana. Yeah. We care about her from previous seasons. We care about her because of her relationship with her father from earlier in this season. Yeah. Like, it, and I, I agree. It just works because of that. But in this episode, all she really does is she breaks apart the monster and then teleports the bad guy to somewhere he can't get out. Like, that's all she does. Yes. I was living for it, though. Yeah, no, I, I loved it. <laughs> I loved her existing. It's just she, I wish she had more, but the problem is that she has no, like, rapport with these kids. They, 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 you can't, there's nothing to write for her because other than the stuff with her father from the season, she doesn't have a thing. Yeah. Like, there's not, there's, she's no role in the show. Her, um, her character, she just exists. Her character arc is very stagnant right now, so there's not really much for her. She had, do. she had like, a, I feel like she had a romance thing with one of the, the Batman people. I think it was One Nighthawk. of the many Batman people or a Hawk, from. Um, whatever his name is. Um, Nightwing. Nightwing. I, Nightwing, right? Like it was. A, it's not the current. Is night? It's not the current. Or I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is the current Nightwing. Or, yeah, it's um, the current Nightwing. Yeah, like they had. Like they, they. They. But that's not a part of the no. season. Like there's just. There's just so many things. So like they're just. They're a little handicapped with what they can. What they can bring in with certain characters. Are you? Are you as a tennis uh, fan girl as well, Allie? Yes. I mean, I think everybody is yeah. just is a tennis stan. I mean, like anyone who can pull off that outfit, like wow. Exactly. Mm, yeah. And do magic. And do magic. Yeah. Like like. She just shows up and I'm like, oh no, all the Cuban people are going to see her. And then she's just like, nope, I already thought of that. And I'm just like, yes, good. I, they never elaborated on what other people see her as. Uh, is the glamour like disguising her or is it making her invisible? Presumably it's just disguising her, right? So what's her disguise? We never saw No, her I, I wish we had seen like her show up and it, like we see what the Cuban military sees and it's just like something completely absurd. I would love that. I would just love to know what she disguised herself as. I also, this episode takes place in Cuba. I have no idea why. No, it just does. Um, it just does. Um, <laughs> well, they could have mad, more bad dubbing. Yeah, they could do more, uh, they could do more, uh, uh, uh Spanish. This episode is classic, overly complicated Young Justice. It's like, why is it taking place in Cuba? Why is Zatanna here? Why is, why do we need Clarion? Why do we need, uh, this all violet plot? Um, you know, why yeah. do we need new characters? Why, like, why, uh, are, but I, why are, why are Kid Flash, Blue Beetle, and Eduardo at a funeral? Like, that's, like, mentioned for, like, oh, wait, who, okay, I have a, I have a question. Wait, who died? Who, who I don't know. I don't know. It felt no, like, oh, you're supposed to know this. You're, no, Dylan, Dylan, they said a name. And like for the life of me, I have no clue who it is. I thought I I, I missed it too. I was like, I'm just I gonna ask Sarah. I can't see that one. Nope, you don't know. I have no Holy clue. Shit. Why would I know? Somebody tell us if you know the uh, answer. You're a DC Please. person. You're supposed to know these things. Like, I uh, is it Perdita? No, that that's 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 Garfield. Ooh. No, she's she's. I hope she, I like her. She's, she's not dead, no, right? Like, she, this person is like not even in the um character list for this episode, so I cannot answer that for you. The wiki doesn't even know. Okay. Yeah, the wiki does. That, that's what I'm saying. Like the wiki does not know who this is. That was yeah. That was real. That was just. That was the. the there's got to be some. If they don't come back to the funeral that they were at, then this is like the ultimate. Just we need these characters to not be in this plot line. Oh, here we and go. And we're never going to explain why they're not there. Oh, you have. I, it. Okay. I have it. Are you? No, this is not I, it. This is not her at all. No, 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 no. This is something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't try. Don't try. Let's move on. I have no clue. They're not in the episode. This is outrageous. Yep. 
I, I'm very upset about this. I am very upset. Oh, there's also a bunch of terror stuff in this episode too. There's oh my god, there's so much <laughs> stuff. And when I stuff. when I say it's all unnecessary, I I, I in, but from from my perspective, I love it just because there's it's nuts and there's so much happening, so I do like it. But like there's <laughs> wait, which why? terrorist thing are you talking about, Dylan? The flash Tara, Tara, Tara. Oh, 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 yes, yes. And Artemis is here, let's, and, uh... Let's, let's finish the fight scene. Let's get out of Cuba, and then we can talk about Tara, okay? Because we still have to talk about one of the most upsetting things about this episode, Dylan. And that's the okay. flesh monster. Oh, yeah, yes, please. Monster. Like, one side of me loves, like, like, okay, earlier in the show, and a lot through, like, even part of this half, like... They have this, like, thing where dark means, like, sexual humor and sexual assault for some reason. Like, they had that a lot, especially with kill, and they also had it with Killing Halo. But, like, this kind of dark? Like, this is okay. This is messed up, and I hate it, but I also am like, okay, this is, like, something happening on screen. <laughs> like, that I'm not, this like... This is why I was saying it gets anim- anime levels crazy. Yeah. Because it's just... Disgusting. Yeah, it's 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 disturbing with the flesh monster. The part that was the most disturbing to me is that Clarion can so easily just manipulate the agency and life form and body yeah. of these humans, which I think is consistent. Well, for, taking people's agency away is like the ultimate horrifying thing for me in these in shows. Oh, yeah. And um, and I think that the show consistently like. It says like, okay, if you have the metagene and you become a metahuman, then you can just be completely controlled and manipulated. I mean, in the, like, the, wait, does this, yeah, now I'm remembering the season starts off with like this girl like melting and dying into yeah. this monster, right? Like, um, that's like the very beginning. And so it's just so upsetting. I'm not saying it in like a bad way, just like the reaction of the viewer. It's so upsetting how the, the, the light is able to just, uh, completely destroy the, the, everything about these, these metahumans. And, um, I, I kind of wish that we, like, there's, I guess, more logic, but I don't know. Is, can you do this with humans too? It's just because they have the metagene. Like, why? It's, it's like super upsetting in the context of the show. It's, it's successful. Like, it's supposed to be upsetting. And so I do think it's like a good plot line. Um, I, I do wish there's a little more nuance with all the, yeah. the, the, the metahuman manipulating stuff, this, this included. Yeah, I think, I wish there's a little more nuance, but I just, I don't know, this is really, this got a really guttural reaction from me, like, it was really messed up, and I think the show really, yeah. like, you, I, I, I think, like, the agency part is the more terrifying part, and I think the, I'm not sure if they realized that, like, sometimes it felt like it, but, like, I don't think people like characters in the show i don't think zatanna realized that the agency part was scarier she's like i can't fix the metahuman part but i can i guess get rid of this and it's like no zatanna her that being mind controlled a lot worse yeah well she did she she, she got it you know that was good like she, she cured um, it but i wish i wish she realized yeah. that's a lot worse than being a fish lady i think yeah, I think that, that, well, that, not if you can't find well, a Well, yeah, that's true, die, that's but, true. Um, and she, she, I, they, it's like so disturbing and like kind of a light episode. It is still kind of a light episode for the show, um, like lighthearted in tone. Um, and so that was a little jarring and it was very necessary that they got back to normal at the end just because mm-hmm. this, you, like, it would have just been like really disturbing to the viewer. And if that's what you want, then that's fine. But I think this episode wanted more lightheartedness. So I do think it was good that they all kind of matched were back at the end and but but what i and and following this i really following our conversation about violet earlier in this our talk about violet like i hope and i know they're not going to do it i hope that i would hope that they would talk like they would get a thing where wonder girl would talk about how traumatic that is because she's essentially part of this flesh monster but like all but you see she's not a real character yeah she she can't but all the characters seem to like bounce back really quickly like 
there's like a whole thing there where like they none of them have bodies essentially for a bit and they're just like yeah. writhing in pain for what appears to be a long while before they get there it's 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 i don't know it's, it's there's a lot i wish they would dig into here and they don't and like i agree like if we're just gonna not dig into it like let's have an episode like episode 17 where we just stop the reach and we have this little wrinkle in it at the end with the justice league that's fine but then you can't have this stuff where we move past the trauma and not talk about it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I it, yeah, I don't think it's that. Um, I don't think it takes away that much from the episode that we don't get into that, but it does prevent it from being a, like, yeah. a great episode. No, I agree. You know, like it, you like it, it's it's just like okay, what we're doing is fine, but it's like you know, if we really wanted to do good things, then we could have gotten yeah. into some more. Complexity. I, I think at this point we're kind of getting nitpicky. Like we're not getting like, or I'm getting nitpicky. I apologize in this, but. I, I want this show to be better. I think that's just what it is. Because, like, I remember previous seasons being really, really good. And I feel like... Yeah, do you, uh, last last uh, last podcast I said a really, I guess, a controversial thing, which I think this is the best season of Young Justice. It sounds like you disagree with I, that, sir. I just... It feels like this season, if it was doing some of the things we were talking about, it would be the best season. But otherwise, it feels like it lost the part... Like, I think these two episodes are the best of the season, honestly. Because we're focusing on one group of people. And not, not like drifting from that. We have time to focus I, I on the I feel like group. what you're saying is that this show lost the heart that it yeah. had in the first two episodes, the seasons. Yeah, and then this, in these two episodes, I think kind of reclaim it for me. Cause we're, you, you know, where's the whelmed and all yeah. the, the wordplay and like they do do a little bit of that, but it's mostly just a reference to the previous seasons. Right? Yeah, like, like uh, there's no like, it, it's, there's the character relationships and the, yeah. Like, like for me, like if you put Robin and Aqualad in a room, I know their general interactions. I know their general like, reaction to something what it would be in this group i have no idea how beast boy and static would deal with something together like sure i think i think there are a few like halo and uh the the prince or, right like i think or halo with anybody honestly <laughs> halo halo probably yeah. she honestly is one of the better she characters, is but uh but like even though i love garfield he's surrounded by all these characters that i don't really care about and that's kind of the problem like Gar- garfield is great and I, but I, but Static and the new Kid Flash and I guess Blue Beetle. So I, I think Static had a fantastic introduction episode. Yeah. I do care about it because of his introduction really? episode, but they haven't done, they've done zero with him. Or not Static, wait, uh, um, Cy, Cyborg, is this Cyborg in this episode or is it Static? No, okay, Cyborg's not in this Cyborg episode. Cyborg's not in this episode, Cy- Dylan. Oh, I thought it was Cyborg. Oh, no. Ecstatic? Okay, I don't care about Dylan, 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 Dylan. I, I didn't even know who he was last podcast. Yeah. I think I think you might have got it confused last episode. Because the thing is, they all have the same model, so I understand your problem. But Static has, Static has like, obvious, like, robots stuff all over. Or not Static, um, Cyborg has obvious robots. Yeah, okay, I care about Cyborg. No, Static, what did, what? um... Victor Stone. Victor, he's yeah, the football uh, player who had that accident and he's part with the father box. Right. Stone. No, I remember who he is. I just don't remember. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, it's probably racist to me confusing these characters. But Vince, no, I don't uh, think static, so. uh, no, I don't think it is because they use no, the think, same I model. Like, if, if it's their this, fault. That's an excuse. But they do. They do. Satana does have the same model, as, even though she's an adult, as all the children. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's, it's not, yeah, no, I, I, Static is not really a person. And, like, and it's frustrating because even Kid Flash and Blue Beetle were characters Kid, Kid last Flash season. is also not really a person. And but, but they Blue were people Beetle. last season, and we just took that away. Like season two. Yeah. Mean. Yeah, sorry. In yeah. season two, Kid Flash and Blue Beetle were, like, the heart of the season. And their interactions were, like... The thing. Yeah, they've really had no screen time and outsiders. And now they're here and they're supposed to be important and I've lost it. Because like 
Like, I think Forger is a good character. Yes. Like, they really have focused a lot on the new characters, honestly. But, like, and, but the thing is, they did it, I think they kind of did it wrong, because, like, I wish that Brion had led the Outsiders. I don't think he'd be a great leader either. I did too. But, like, I kind of wish that Brion led the team with, with Cyborg and Violet and Forager. He, he's kind of the main character. This yeah. Season. And, like, I don't know why, like, and maybe, or maybe Garfield jumps in and leads them, but why did he, why did Garfield lead and then bring in all these side characters that aren't characters? Like, it, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't, from like a writing perspective, because all these other characters, I care about them at this point. You put in the legwork for me to see that there's the beginning of a heart of a team here for Brion and Violet and Forager and Cyborg, and then you're like, let's sideline three of them and put just Brion. Yeah, this, in the team. this is a lot. This is a lot of what Beatrice was arguing last podcast. And I'm, I'm, um, I, I think I think there's a lot of valid points here, and you're explaining it very well, honestly. Um, I, I, yeah. I, I think I'm screaming less than Beatrice at the very least. Uh, <laughs> okay, maybe I'm not. Certain tone, but yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, am I screaming a lot? Uh, ple- 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 no, you're not screaming. I'm saying Beatrice. I don't think it would be screaming, but it was like pleasant uh, <laughs> scorn. Pleasant scorn for the show. <laughs> Compared to Beatrice's... Uh... No, that's what oh, she, she has. Had, oh, do I have something uh, else? I'm sorry. You're, 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 you're just normal. No, we're talking normal. Oh, 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 I misunderstood what you were saying. I'm sorry. I uh, I think in spite of all that, I still think it's the most enjoyable just because yeah. how ambitious and plotty and I, I but it is like it's it's I think there are so many fans reacting negatively. I think it is it's just a different I, show. I, but um, I, I think they're still and it's a different show, but it's like it's supposed to be season three of the show before. So that's I, obviously my, that's going to be hard. My well. issue is that the fans are mad and they don't like it, but they don't like it for the right reasons. Like they're upset about different things. They're upset about like they they're. Basically, yeah, like they they want they want it to be season one, and I'm fine with it not being season one. Like this shouldn't be season one again. We watched season one already. I want them to do something new, and it seems like they're just not doing something new now. Like they're just going back to season one with characters that we just don't care about anymore. Even though season one was a good formula, so these episodes are good. Like I like I like these episodes because season one had a great formula of just like these sort of monster of the week type things plus like other secret stuff happening. Yeah, and the reason I'd say it's the best season, is, just in spite of agreeing with a lot of this, is just because it's it's a lot more consistent and ambitious and narrative heavy. Yeah, would be the things. I, That's about, right? like, I feel like I remember seasons one and two of Young Justice occasionally having a standout episode, um, and it was like probably a more well constructed show overall. I think these are good points, but um, like this season, the way they've gone so serialized and um, and and so ambitious and so like uh, much narrative, I think really does help. Like the at least every episode hitting in some way. Like there's always something that's that's really interesting in every episode yeah i i i'll say that like i was i thought that 17 wouldn't be like that and then the ending like i'm like okay i'm interested in what's going on here now and also the outsiders forming like yeah like there's stuff going on each episode um i mean yeah, yeah. how about how about uh clarion and the new metas i, I was still I, i was about to say should we wrap up but i mean yeah we... i could tell no no uh Cla- clarion witch boy that's a major uh i remember him uh despite being casual i remember this person wait he was around before? yes he's in he's I... in season one and two was was okay there's one episode of early young justice i really remember which is when they like all the adults disappear yes. and that's involved um, was, he, yes. was he was he in this at that episode and that's the episode where zatanna's dad that gets was... trapped by the helmet like that's oh. was, was Clarion the villain? Yeah, in that episode? he or he was one okay. of the villains. Like there were two or yeah, three. Yeah, that, that's where I remember him from. Yes. That that episode to me is like the in my mind was the best. Oh, episode that episode was incredible, and it has um and it has um Billy 
Billy, um, Shazam, he's, like, going back and forth because his one form is an adult. And one yeah, yeah, but that, that, that's why there's, like, Shazam movie. No one knows that. Like, I do because yeah, like that, that's, <laughs> that's one of the coolest, like, ideas for an episode ever. Just, like, him being able to go between two universes. Like, that's so cool. Anyways, we're getting uh, no time for that. Um... Well, it's Claire, yeah. Claire. Uh, so he, I like, I like the cat. Whatever the, I don't know, I don't know what Clarion is. Uh, so, so he's, magic he's a chaos uh, lord or whatever. Like he's, dark, yeah. he's dark magic. But the big thing, he's you, an edge. The, what, you, what you need to know is the cat is his like familiar. Like if the cat gets hurt or like yeah. goes unconscious, I, I got the impression. Yeah, but I mean, like it, it happens in other seasons. Like the cat like turns into like a tiger and stuff in other seasons. The, I don't so the, any of this, Jesus. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, I just know that, but I got the impression they hurt the cat and Clarion yes. was uh, is disabled. So I understood that. Uh, the, the best part with Clarion is the, he gets transferred to the, this tower that's the maze. Oh or my something. god. This was actually like and, really funny. And then the, the ending credits is actually yeah. the funniest thing that I've seen and like, it's just him, yeah. uh, teleporting everywhere and still not getting I, I, out and then the cat meowing and. <laughs> I didn't, I did not find it funny when it was in the body of the episode, but when it's in the. Cr- no, it wasn't, it was, it was boring, but then the credits, then the credits <laughs> made it funny. Cause like, it was okay, just. I'm glad you guys feel the same way. Cause like, I was gonna pause, I was gonna end the episode, like I was just gonna like, cause I always just like, they get to the credits and I like scroll through to make sure it's not like an end credit thing or something cause it's comic booky. And then like, I was about to hit it and I heard him say it and I'm like, Oh, they're doing this! Like, it just hit me yeah, so hard. I actually think that was, like, the funniest thing of, I've seen in, like, like I, it was, like, not just, I thought it was, like, so the funny. The funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. In, in, in the shows in this year, like, yeah. uh, like, this, it was one of the like, funniest this, gags I've seen. Just, like, funniest gag this year, like, uh, even, it's not even a comedy show, but it's, cause the end credits are really so calm yeah. and, tra- yeah. and they're, like, beautiful, and then this gag was, like, so good in the context of what they've been doing at the end credits and with, Clarion and yeah. just, I, just, just humor wise, just conceptually. I, I, yeah. I kind of wish there was more humor in the show in general. I think earlier seasons had it, but I mean, I guess that's just the direction they're moving. But I thought this was great. That was the best part of the episode. I mean, I think I agree with you. This is just, it just hits so well because like, it almost feels like the entire episode is constructed for this joke. Like, it just feels like it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, someone had this idea of like, this guy stuck in a building and him just saying, damn it, over and over and over again. And they're like, oh, that's great. How do we set that up? Like they didn't, they really didn't wrap up the spotlight, but then they <laughs> yeah. uh, lampshade in the credits, so it's fantastic. Yeah, like he's just stuck there forever doing that, and it's great. Um, I, I, I'm sorry, Alan. We haven't really, I've really thrown it to you. Is there anything about this episode or what we talked about that you really wanted to jump in about? No, just the end credits. Okay. <laughs> just the end credits. Did you want to? Because I thought I was the only one who felt that it was really. No, funny. it was really. <laughs> I was also. Going it was really good. Did you? I know you said it had said something about the Spanish dub. Was there anything you wanted to say about that? at all before we wrap up. It's just that I don't know why they don't hire native Russian and Spanish speakers. Yeah, it's not fine. great. Yeah, with, with Russian people, you obviously have to have white people doing a Russian. I mean, Russian people are white. You have to have American people doing a Russian accent. Oh, but so. you have to have somebody who can speak Russian. No, never. never. You always have to. <laughs> we just saw Stranger Things. This has to be how it works. Yeah, were those actual Russian people? I'm not even sure. But I mean, it things. might have been, I think it was actual Russian people, I'm pretty sure, or at least Russian Americans. Was, was Smirnov actually a Russian guy? I, I don't know. I, I think, no, I think they were actually like either Russian or Russian American. Like, but the, but the fact is, I don't know if they were, I think they were putting on the accent harder than they needed to, at the very least. Well, in this, they just emphasize the way we do in English, yes. and it makes me it does. It didn't make sense. Um, yeah, uh, Dylan's uh, rapid-fire rest of things that happened in the episode. Um, Tara, uh, like I said... <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk I about think... Tara! There's too oh, much in this episode! Okay, I'll, wrap, I'll wrap everything up now. No, Tara? I wanted to talk about this. Too. Okay, well, no, what was your take on Tara, Allie? No, go ahead, because I want to just talk about the flashback. Okay, I... Th- well, flashback? She flashbacked the to fighting Deathstroke. Dylan, go. 
Oh, she'd apply. Uh, Tara's with Artemis, and last episode, you're like, oh, Tara's still going to betray them. And then this episode comes, and I'm like, oh, she's actually forming an em- emotional attachment with Artemis. Like, Artemis basically has this whole speech, which is like, you know, evil people are evil, but I'm a good person. And Tara's like, huh. oh, it's good people? Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> that's the summary of that scene. People? Good? There are hmm. good people? Um, and I was like, oh my god, I was just turned not going to be evil. Please don't do the show. Please don't ever betray me. Like, oh, like, if they actually I, subvert, like, the, the plot we're all expecting, that would actually, I would actually be really impressed with them. I know I'm I've been like optimistic now and I don't want to be because they're not going to do yeah, it. I know but, they're not, yeah. but like I would actually be, I would literally be impressed with the writers if they realize that everyone knows where this is going and they don't do it. Yeah. Was there anything else still besides Tara you want? Well, what did that was Allie's thoughts on Tara? Oh, okay. So in the flashback, the guy who was training with her A had Slade's outfit. Yeah, it's Deathstroke. It's Slade. That, her dad? that is Slade. Or was was it her dad? No, it's Slade. It's Slade Wilson. Oh. I don't know really anything about the actual character. I just remember him from Teen Titans. But oh, it so is, it's like, the same character. That's all you need to know. Go ahead. Well, how is he, like, related to that family? Like, he's just... We don't know. Okay. I, okay. I'm, I'm also very unclear on all the people in the light yes, and their backstories we have no clue. and stuff. So, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. All right. I just freaked out at that because... I well, no, that. yeah. So, like, this, this plot from Teen Titans and this plot here is based on a comic where Terra is with Deathstroke slash Slade. Like, she's... This is based on a comic story. And they're adapting it. And unfortunately, in yeah. the comics version, uh, Tara is still 14, and there's a sexual part of their relationship. Oh. Yeah, and that's why everyone oh, really that, does okay. not... Did you not know that, Dylan? Uh, I, I didn't know it was a real thing in the comments. I knew people interpreted it like that. It's a real thing. Oh, no, it's a real thing. Okay. It's a real <laughs> thing, uh, Dylan. That's not fair. Yeah, no, that's why... Okay, Dylan, Dylan's other random yeah. thoughts. Um <laughs> The new metas. We don't have enough. We don't have enough people with superpowers. Let's introduce more Dylan, people. With we're superpowers. gonna do that. I, I um, expect the last episode of this season to be introducing like a hundred new characters. This is the, the Ladybug with uh, giving everyone miraculous. <laughs> this is the show with uh, new new superpowers. There's no crossover with these audiences. So that's fine. Yeah, there's but, zero. Um, zero. The, 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 uh, the, I, I like the fish girl who needs uh, to breathe, and I, I think that was. I don't. Like, I have no clue what the point of all of that was, and then she's in the tank oh, in the no, ship. Oh, you and, don't? It's obviously um, setting up Aquaman's girlfriend. Oh my god, yes. Is, is this a comics character? No, I'm just saying uh, that this is obviously they're getting a girlfriend okay. for Aquaman. Well, they're going to do something, please no. But they're going to... fish it, girl. It, it didn't, yeah, it didn't have any, um, Aquaman's a furry. Is this, are fish, fish people furries, or do they don't have fur? So it's scaly. scaly. But, but there, are there, I, I, How can I not know the term, scaly? What would you? Really? More importantly, there are actually, like, fish people in this world. What, what's better, the, the cats in the cats trailer or the fish girl? <laughs> um, I don't want to answer that. We're moving on. Uh, Dylan, is there anything fish else you want to talk about? Who's hotter, Taylor Swift? Cat, All right, let's or wrap up. We're done. Guillermo del Toro, fish monster. Yeah, yeah. Is is this gonna? Is this a Shape of Water situation? Can, is that what it's going? You can find out all the info on this podcast. No, I have more, I have more thoughts. Uh, the meta, yeah. The, oh, and then the dude, the dude joins them at the end. The counselor from the the first three episodes. Yeah, why do you have a problem uh, his, with that? His name is apparently uh, Eduardo Ed Ed. That's his yes. name. Um, I like I like this character, but uh, yeah, I don't He's know. Gonna he, be What's his name's boyfriend? Who? Flash. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, oh no, 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 no. Sta- yeah, Static and Kid Flash had a very long hug. Uh, oh, yeah. um, I, I know the, the girl at the clinic likes yeah, him. Yeah, no, no. So. Eduardo's definitely getting with Wendy, the girl that controls Wendy and has the collar. Oh. But, but, but yeah. earlier in the episode, like right before this, Static goes up to Kid Flash and says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your loss. And like, 
having one like kind of kind of empathetic line. And then I'm like, who, I'm like, who are both? Yeah, of you? essentially. Yeah. But but Dylan, they hug. They hug for like that, that's good for a I long like time. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And, they, and, they, and the camera goes away and it comes back and they're still hugging. And I'm like, that's a really long hug, guys. Like I'm okay with it, but like. That's more than just a friendly hug. We'll see, we'll see if we do something with it. Um, even though, even though I'm like uh, not necessarily liking Ed in terms of importance, in terms of on the main team. Okay, what I did like about this was it connects the outsiders, the new main plot of the show, to this stupid team clinic thing, which we've been doing in the last episodes. We're connecting a lot of things in the show and actually having a main storyline. Uh, wow, this is really good uh, considering we just did a lot of random stuff before. So I, I like him joining the team because it, it puts it, a lot of puzzle pieces together. It does, but it felt like it took way too long to do it for me. Yeah. Like, I wish that this could, this doesn't feel like 17 episodes of like character buildup. This feels like, like one or two. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't even know if he was in the first half. Uh, he, this, I this don't remember, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, um, I'm going to end it now before you start talking about cats again. Unless, Ali, you had some vital thoughts. Because Dylan just gave all the final thoughts. Um, there's, there's less final thoughts, more of things we didn't talk about, but that's okay. Like, Dylan, we didn't talk about these things because most of the things you talked about, like, were nothing. Let's be honest. You talk. I didn't get your opinion on the fish girl. I, okay? I didn't want to talk about fish girl because I knew that's what you were going to do. <laughs> Ali, what's your opinion on the fish girl? <laughs> no! Ali, don't you dare. Don't you dare engage. Do you have any final thoughts other than Fish Girl? I ship them. I hate you. We're going to end the podcast. <laughs> who? Who? Wait, who? Uh, her and uh, Aquaman? And Aquaman, yes. Oh my okay. god, we need more Calder. Um, you can find out all this info on the podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can join us on Discord to talk about the Fish Girl, to text chat about animation at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. Dylan will most definitely be there talking about cats and the Fish Girl. I'm gonna post that the fish girl as soon as this. Yeah, no, no, you, I know you will, and I know you'll be talking about cats and standing it completely, Dylan. Uh, you can support us via Patreon at patreon.com. I did not say I'm standing the movie. Um, okay. well, obviously you are, cause you brought it up. I fucking hope you're not. I'm definitely gonna meme about it, but that's it. <laughs> so, I'll see it and meme about it, so basically I'm standing Yeah, it, yeah, but, yeah, okay. yeah, anyways, <laughs> support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, John. Um, and thanks, as always, to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, and Michael. Um, yeah, you could, there's a lot of things going on with San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con right now. Uh, I mean, you guys. Oh, yeah, there's the, 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 the DC pan, uh, Universe panel is tomorrow, so we don't, we, oh, have, yes, not we have not seen, seen the that panel. Yet. That's why we have not talked about it, because yeah. we have not seen it. Um, I don't know what they're going to say at that panel, other than DC Universe is going away. Right, I mean, well, the big question is, like, will they announce a season four? I, I. I mean, is that the question? I think here's the thing. I would love if they get another season. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, they got another season. I just want them to fix some of the things we've talked about. Because <laughs> I do. I, I, I think the show's really well, good. Well, I, like, no. I, I, I want to say, like, I had fun with the show. Like, I think I've been negative because I am talking about things I would like to fix. And that's just the way I talk about criticism. That's like how I criticize things. But I like this show. I do like it, Dylan, just to be clear. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're clearly the most knowledgeable out of us, so... You know, like, there are things really... I wish he was doing differently, but that's because I have a different context for a lot of them, I guess. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Yeah. Anyways, um, thanks for listening, guys. Before we talk about more Fish Girls, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Gurgle, gurgle. Oh. All right, that's it. <laughs> blub, 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 blub.